filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here! For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Justin, we have to breathe! Debris. Minute by minute. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. So an alternate title for this podcast is spoken during minute 51 that we're about to discuss. Do you recall what the uh, podcast title option was? Uh, Finger of God. Finger of God. Not any better than Solid F2. Really? You don't like that one? No, you pick the worst ones. You just, you're a terrible namer of things. Well, all yours were innuendos, were they not? I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. <laughs> but when I picked Solid F2, I was not thinking potty humor. I just, you know, mentioned the Fujita scale. I just thought it was... Yeah, uh, but this is this is the thing, Joe. I mean, and, it, and the same goes for when you name a child. You have to think of all the possibilities that other people are going to think of when you say a name. Well, I didn't think Finger of God was much better. It's not. I didn't think um, so everyone everyone goes to the cow right away, so I was trying to avoid going to the cow. What would you have picked? Now you're just destroying equipment with the fidget spinner. I just let I'm annoying you. What what was your title? The suck zone. Yeah, exactly. The suck zone. I mean, it was it was an option. Just didn't go with it. Yeah. I that can be our after show. When we're done with the whole movie, we'll have a solid F2, the suck zone. No, we're done with this one. We're done with this. It's oh, just going to be over You sound then. like you are having so much fun doing something with me. Yeah, it's great. I'm really excited about it. You prefer the fidget spinner. Uh, I kind of do. I'm kind of glad. I mean, if this wasn't down here, I don't know if I would do this podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, let's just listen to the minute. All right. I need to be done with you. Okay. Bet we see some F4s today. That'd be sweet. Four is good. Four will relocate your house fairly efficiently. <laughs> is there an F5? What would that be like? The finger of God. None of you have ever seen an F5. Just one of us. Forget it. Doesn't matter what you do. You'll still be beautiful. You're biased. Yes, I am. 
Sounds like old times down there. Yes, it does. He didn't keep his part of the bargain. All right, so that was the 51st minute of Twister, and we get the continuation of discussion of the Fujita scale by telling Melissa about the tornadoes they've encountered so far. Mm-hmm. And then they talk about the advancing Fujita scale because they the ones that they've seen, ones, twos, uh, they've mentioned uh, the three, you know, he asking, well, was it a, uh, an F3? It's a solid F2. And, you know, then they mentioned maybe we'll see some F4s today. <laughs> and then you get the, uh, which compartmentalize, you know, you're a storm chaser. You are excited to see big storms. But, like, it probably would be at this day and age if you had someone on social media saying, yeah, I hope we see an F4, an EF4, people would probably yell at you. Yeah. Because why would you want to see an EF4? I have a, I have a couple problems with this. With the movie part of this or what I just said? With the movie. Okay. One of which... Including the beginning here? Should I, should I play it? Sure. Okay. Um, first of all, they seem surprised when she asks about well, I was going to get to that, yeah. It's like... Well, we mentioned one, two, three, and four. <laughs> right? And all she's... Yeah, their face is, like, just shock. Like, like he stops mid-tip of coffee. Yeah, he hasn't even, like, he's about to drink, and he just completely throws it off. And everyone just kind of glares at her. Yeah. Like, one, if you already were explaining the Fujita scale to her, and you talked about a one, two, three, and four, wouldn't the natural question be, like, is there anything higher? Right. Also, I, I Melissa's from Oklahoma, or at least somewhere in the South, right? I mean, she has this Southern accent. <laughs> right, yeah. They don't, they don't introduce her as, like, from somewhere else. She's never heard of this before, really. I fail to believe anybody who lives in Oklahoma, Nebraska, Texas, anywhere in Tornado Alley doesn't know, doesn't get to this point in their life, mid-30s, and not know what the Fujita scale is. I feel is. like this sets up a good thing. And, and now maybe Pennsylvania isn't the best place to do this. Not that we're going to actively do it. But I, I just wonder if you would just approach random people on the street and be like, do you know what an F5 is? <laughs> Without really, I mean, I guess you could talk, say, you could in say relation what an F5 to, to weather, what is an F5? Yeah, I, I would say, I would feel the majority of adults know that it is some sort of See, I honestly feel like you're giving people way too much credit. Really? I, I do. I don't think. Maybe if you pulled random people off the street in Oklahoma, you don't think I, that yeah, right, the no, majority I understand of them was. You're saying Tornado Alley, places that are just known for getting twisters, the odds are that the adults would know what you're talking about. Right. I, I understand. but again, Just like if you pull someone off the street in Miami and you say, like, how bad would a category five hurricane B. They're going to know that's an issue. Well, what about a category six? <laughs> that's sci-fi I, stuff right there. I just think it's a, uh, I know, but it, it, it's it just suspension of disbelief. I guess It's but. continue of exposition. They're, they're trying to, they're, they're, they're trying to foreshadow really and set up what's going to happen in the future. It's really intent on making her as dumb as possible. They do. They do set her up to be, to be stupid, but yeah. I know they're trying to be very dramatic and somber here, but it's it is just so funny how they all react. Yeah. 
But, I mean, they are all really close, and they obviously know what Joe went through. Right, but it was also 30 years ago, so I don't think maybe the the tone just seemed a little overdramatic. It wasn't last year. You know, it was... Would that be like... Finger of God. He's saying God has fat fingers. Yeah, I'm not really sure what that means. Just, I guess, like, supposedly he can touch and just... Create and destroy whatever he wants. Then they're about to set up a a really nice moment with Aunt Meg. And I just, Aunt Meg here is like peak, like single aunt. Like all of your, uh, you you may know someone like this that they're just, and Joe calls her out on that. Like you're only saying that because, you know, you're my aunt, but that's kind of their role. That's their job. And Aunt Meg's perfect for it. And, uh. He didn't keep his part of the bargain. She uh, she does it really well. So, like, where did she get a blow dryer? Like, she took the time to blow dry her hair. You don't think Aunt Meg has a... 30 seconds. Like, literally. Unless they talked about well, the Vegeta scale for 20 minutes. Well, but Aunt Meg is at the table here when they're discussing it. So there's a little bit of a time jump. I guess, maybe. but Watch, because she's over here in the corner. Right. No, I know. I saw her make a weird face at Bill. But right there, she was right there. I mean, also, did Joe have a change of clothes with her because she was wearing that? Flight I think she suit just thing? has a bag of flight suits and wife beaters. Well, she, now she's wearing khakis. Like that's. Oh, you're right. She's wearing khakis now. Maybe so, like, she has clothes there. Maybe she spent a lot of summers with Aunt Meg. Maybe. Forget it. Doesn't matter what you do. You'll still be beautiful. So we're setting up a. Yes, tender am. moment here where Meg sees what's going on. Meg mm-hmm. can, has read the room, she read has. the luncheon, and she knows what's happening. The only person who's capable of it. Apparently, yeah, because she sees the way that Joe is feeling, and she can tell what's going on with Bill, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, we got to save that for the next minute. I guess so. Was there anything else you wanted to touch on again from minute 51 here? With uh, the finger of God moment was the the big part of this this minute. But anything else? A lot of funny stills, just randomly scrolling, scrubbing through a movie. Yeah. Um. No, I think I think we covered it all. Um. Obviously, an F five would be a very serious high loss of life situation. Yeah, it's a. Incredibly serious situation. Generally, if you have a tornado that reaches that peak, it's one that in chasing groups and weather nerd groups, you can just say usually the town name and people know exactly what you're talking about. Um, We've had some of those circumstances in the the last decade. Um, Was Joplin an F5? Do you recall off the top of your head? I just remember that was one of the big ones. Sometimes... These tornadoes events get notoriety just because of the immense damage, destruction, and unfortunately death associated with it. It doesn't necessarily mean that they reach the peak, the pinnacle of the enhanced Fujita scale. Um, but every so often you get these these monster tornadoes that are just almost unthinkable that, yeah. that they can occur. Yeah, and um, in answer to your question, Joplin was an EF5. It was an EF5. Yeah. That's the one that I always jumped. Yeah, I, 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 I believe. No, I think those were the ones that were in 
Alabama that we were watching. We were at dinner at my parents one night, and we mm. were just listening to uh, the Weather Channel as they were updating uh, disastrous, severe storms rolling through. I believe it was Alabama with multiple very deadly tornadoes rolling through. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure from a research point of view, the scientists are happy to have something to study so that they can give the right. early and warnings. That's why I always like when people get offended when other people are excited at at a an event, whether it's you know the people that are very interested in history surrounding things like war or or the Holocaust, or like events that harmed a lot of people. It's not because you're interested in that aspect of it. It's just something that's happened. You want to know more about. Hopefully, it's some you can help help to avert disaster in the future. Whether it's something humanity related or natural related, you know, um, weather here is a perfect example because no one wants massive tornadoes to occur or huge hurricanes to impact or there'll be floods and, and landslides, avalanches, anything that hurts people. You don't want that to happen, but you have to study them so that you can figure out how to either prevent them or prevent them from hurting people in the future. So when you hear scientists get excited about something, it's not because they're dead inside. <laughs> Would you like to know when the first EF5 tornado, take a guess at what year they raided an EF5 for the first time. Now, this was, I'm, I will give you a hint, pri I'm, prior to the actual No, I was going to say wasn't it in the 1800s? It was retroactive, but it was even earlier. It was earlier than that. Um, 1632. Mm. 1764. Okay. June 29th, country? Germany. Germany. Correct. State slash province. Oh, boy. Mecklenburg, Vorpommern. Yeah, I wasn't going to get that. See, no. I... I I knew it was early, and I was right that it was Germany, but uh, I would not have gotten the, the location. But I'm trying to remember. Oh, I probably was when I was watching all the, the tornado reality shows, uh, looking up. They, they would mention so-and-so, you know, city or event, and then you get into the, uh, the research black hole or the Wikipedia links where you just click on everything and you mm -hmm. see the tables and whatnot. That's where I... The first ever F5 tornado in the U.S. Very famous. Oh, geez. 1912? 1953. Oh, no, way, way, way off. In the Waco outbreak. Oh, okay. Um, 1953 in May. And then uh, there was quite a few in 1953 F5s. Then 55. What's the most recent F5? I'm sure there's been one since Joplin in 2011. Does it list that on there? Are you on a list of them? I'm on a list. I'm scrolling. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. That's tough to do when you're the only person here with me. Mm, I have faith but, that you can do uh, it. We will be chugging along with minutes 52 and 53 sometime next week. And uh, we are approaching that one hour mark, getting close minute by minute to the halfway point of discussing twister and it's been a fun ride like i said we started recording this back in in april 
you know, about six weeks into quarantine. You can stop talking amongst yourself now. Oh, okay. Sorry. You can jump in here and interject. Yes, thank you. What's the most recent F5? According to Wikipedia, it's 2013. Okay. Look, I was about to say something that makes things very dire, but... I'm I, I'm wondering if that's true, um, but I, I guess we could... Where, where, where was it? Um, Moore, Oklahoma. Oh, yes. The elementary yeah. schools and... That uh, one was also... Um, mentioned multiple times in the uh, tornado show. Well, a lot of the tornado shows that I was watching, the reality shows following Storm Chasers, was filmed in the early 2010s. So, um, right around the time of Joplin and Moore, were, were they were directly mentioned and, and shown. Yeah, I mean, according to weather.com, it's still, still the most recent. So, I guess we have not had any EF5s. I'm kind of surprised we didn't have one in 2020. I mean, everything right, else... Yeah, that would- Everything else is terrible happened in 2020. So yeah. so here's from the Storm Prediction Center. Um, and that is the most recent, May 20th. In Moore, May 24th. El Reno and Piedmont, May 22nd. Those, these are both in 2011. Joplin. Um, so there have been 59 confirmed F5 or EF5 tornadoes in the United States since 1950. Three. Why would you say it like that? Dramatic pause. Just because my brain is trying to process multiple things at a time. And it is kind of funny. Can you like shrink that map a little? Sure. How many are near where we lived in Indiana? Only two in Indiana, EF5s. No, I'm looking at Illinois. Yeah, I was going to say they're not near where we lived. Uh, in they're southern Indiana, though. Yeah. It's kind of disturbing how many there are in Ohio. It's not really a place that you think of, that I think of often of having a lot of You don't, but when you think about it, I mean, it is on that side of the Appalachians, and it's very flat. There's not, Ohio is not hilly. No, no, we know from driving through the diaper of America. flat and straight, and um, I I mean, we know they had a a train, obviously not an EF5, but our friend... Lots in Alabama. um, Lived through a tornado out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Iowa. um, Not as many in uh, Nebraska as I guess I thought. But Kansas, Arkansas, Oklahoma. Yeah, Arkansas has none. Missouri has what two? Arkansas have like a force field around it. I don't know. There's a fair amount. I mean, you can see Tornado Alley there, Texas, Oklahoma, in Mississippi, Kansas. It kind of skirts through Nebraska into Iowa, and then lingers into Minnesota and Wisconsin. But right there, but yeah, then you kind of get a a, that break there, Mm -hmm. an odd break from most of Illinois, Missouri, down to Arkansas and Louisiana, Mississippi. It picks up right at the Mississippi-Alabama border. So it's interesting, but yeah, so. I, I, what I was going to say when you were like more in 2013, I was like, oh, so we're due. Like, is, I, I, you know, I don't want to no, be No, we're not gruesome, getting no but, natural disasters in 2021. Well, That's if we my... didn't get one in 2020 and 2021 hasn't exactly started off on the right foot. So yep, I, listen, let's be careful when April, May and June roll around. 2020 saw many other natural disasters. I don't think we are like due for a bad tornado. I think, you know, we had plenty. Like, statistically speaking. It did. 
go into the far into the Greek alphabet with hurricanes. Oh, we did. That we did. And uh, we had plenty of fires. If you remember this time last this, we year, we started with Australia burning. Australia was on fire, which feels like ten years feels ago. A long time ago. Long. That long was time just ago. a year yeah. ago. So let's not invite natural disasters not into in, our life. We're not we asking for own, the finger of God to appear. We have enough of our own man-made disasters happening right now. We don't need help from nature. Agreed. All right, so that is the end of Minute 51 discussion here on the Solid F2 Podcast. We'll be back again real soon with Minutes 52 and 53. So for Kelly, I'm Joe. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again real soon. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Solid F2 Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Two, one, two, one.